0: do you have in your hand? A lot of times in business, we think we need a resource outside of what we already have. And today, I want to talk about the fact that you probably have the resources, for the most part, that you need, and they're probably already in your hand. And so I want to give an example today that comes from the book of Exodus. And it's the story of moses and if you recall in this story god met moses at the burning bush so here was this bush that was burning and it didn't burn up so of course if you saw a bush burning and it didn't burn up it would certainly get your attention and it got moses's attention so he walks over there to see well what's going on with this bush how come it's burning and how come it's not burning up and that's where god spoke to him and said look i have heard the suffering of my people down in Egypt and how they're oppressed, they're in slavery, and I have decided to deliver them. And I'm sending you, Moses, to be the deliverer. Now, by this time, Moses had been on the backside of the desert for about 40 years. This is after he had killed the Egyptian thinking he was going to free the people 40 years earlier. And so he's thinking to himself, he's become much more humble at this point. And he's saying, who am I, you know, to go to Pharaoh? Forgetting, of course, he had been raised in Pharaoh's house. So he certainly knows about Egypt and he knows the ways of Egypt and the education system and everything else. And so God tells him, because Moses is concerned about him being the person to be sent back. And so God said, I will certainly be with you. And he says, well, you know, who should I tell him is sending me? So God said, look, first of all, I'm going to be with you. That's superpower right there. And then secondly, God gave him the words, and he says, tell them, I am who that I am has sent you. Tell them that I am the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He said, tell them that. So he gave him words to say, and then Moses was still somewhat reluctant, even at that point. And so then God gave him sort of what I'd call a prophetic vision of what was to come. He says, when you bring the people out of Egypt, you're going to come right back to this mountain, and this is where you're going to worship me. That's going to happen in the future. And he says, I'm going to stretch out my hand, and I'm going to do all of these mighty and wondrous acts down in Egypt, and eventually they will let you go. And then he says, And when you go, you're not going to go empty handed. You're going to go out carrying gold and silver and clothing and all kinds of things. So he's telling him the beginning, the middle and the end, even before it all happens. And so Moses was still a little bit concerned. And so he had in his hand a rod that God showed him how he could use. He also had his own hand itself, which God showed him how to use. And he had power from God to even strike the waters of Egypt and turned them into blood, and so on and so forth. Moses still kept coming up with stuff. <laughs> he said, You know, I'm not an eloquent person. I'm no speaker. And God says, I'll tell you what to say. I'll be with your mouth. And he kept complaining so bitterly about speaking that, you know, God finally said, Okay, look, your brother Aaron will be a spokesperson. You tell him everything, he'll speak on your behalf. God was not accepting any excuses. And basically, he was telling Moses, You have everything you need in order to accomplish this mission. And so what I want you to think about, even as you think about your own business, is to think about what is it that you want to accomplish, first of all, in your business. That's number one. And then secondly, take inventory. What do you already have to make that happen? What's already in your hand that would allow you to accomplish what you've set your heart and mind on? And after you've figured that out, what can you do with what's in your hand and you have to learn what to do with what's in your hand. So, you know, you got some resources, but sometimes we don't always think about how can we use those resources? And you might have to contemplate and meditate on that for a while to figure out, given what I do have in my hand, how can I then use it? And ask yourself, how will what I have make a difference? Sometimes we're looking for something else and we're looking somewhere else when what we need is already right there with us. It's really all that we need. So if you've got lemon trees in your yard, then you can make some high quality lemonade, the best. Don't look in your neighbor's yard and bemoan the fact that your neighbor has orange trees and is making orange juice. You make lemonade because that's what you have in your yard. And what you have in your yard is more than adequate for success if you will only see and value what you have. And in Moses' case, God had to show him what he already had and also how to use it. So in today's biblical word of wisdom, I'm going to read Exodus, the fourth chapter, verses one through five. And this is Moses having a conversation with God. Then Moses answered and said, but suppose they will not believe me or listen to my voice. Suppose they say the Lord has not appeared to you. So the Lord said to him, what is that in your hand? He said, a rod. And he said, cast it to the ground. So he cast it on the ground and it became a serpent and Moses fled from it. Then the Lord said to Moses, reach out your hand and take it by the tail. And he reached out his hand and caught it, and it became a rod in his hand, that they may believe that the Lord God of their fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, has appeared to you. And there was more that God shared with him, but he certainly told him about the rod in his hand and some of the ways that he could use it. It was far more powerful than Moses realized at the time. And if you follow his story later on, he used that rod on a number of occasions to do many miraculous activities that let the people know it wasn't just his power that he was coming with. So have a great day as you think about what's in your hand and what you can do in your business to create that special lemonade that only you can create. You are the instrument of your leadership. And so I invite you to read a complimentary chapter of my book, Lead Yourself First, The Senior Leader's Guide to Engaging Your People for Greater Performance and Impact. And here's what you'll get from reading the book. You'll get some perspectives on how to leverage your unique gifts and superpowers. Also, how to mine the gold of your past experiences overcoming challenges. And thirdly, you'll be able to identify the continual learning that will catapult you to your next victory. So, to read that complimentary chapter, go to my website, www transleadership.com scroll down the homepage and click on the button that says read a chapter and I look forward to meeting you inside the book you've been listening to the voice of leadership with me Dr. Karen Wilson-Starks